Good morning. This is a live look outside. The rain is starting to come down here in Austin from the Austonian weather camera. You see the lens with those raindrops on it. It's what you want to see to kick off this Thursday morning as we prepare for the potential of strong storms and heavy rain this morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. Good morning, everyone. I'm Sally Hernandez. You see the radar behind us. Kristen Curry, our meteorologist, is back with us today to give you an idea of how bad it may get. Yeah, I think it'll be messy, a little sloppy, but a lot of this is not severe. So that's okay. the good news is we're not going to be seeing baseballs falling out of these storms. But let me show you what we are watching for, and that's the heavy rain, possible street flooding here and there. A lot of lightning in the mix, too. Strongest storm right now just out in Gillespie County. Now, earlier this morning, this was warned for winds of 60 miles per hour. That severe thunderstorm warning has since been dropped, but they've replaced that with a special weather statement, basically telling us we need to keep an eye on some of these stronger thunderstorms that we've got out along the Fredericksburg area, pointing eastward into Blanco County and likely the bottom of Llano County, too. Some of those storms pretty noisy here. A lot of barking, a little bit of a bite, too, with some of the heavy rain probably pretty loud. Here in the the Austin Metro scattered showers kind of here and there. You'll find pockets of moderate to heavy rain on your way out the door this morning. Look at it come down on our Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center camera there. South Austin getting wet and man, do we need this rainfall. The nice little benefit of this is the fact that our temperatures will drop like a rock today. We're in the upper 60s to low 70s. Finally getting that taste of fall. So coming up in your first morning forecast, I'm going to time out today's storms. We'll go hour by hour through the rest of the day even cooler weather ahead. Not just one cold front, but two. And then we'll give you a preview of what to expect this weekend. It's all coming up in your first morning forecast. Sounds good. Thank you, Kristen. The Austin City Limits Music Festival stages are up at Zilker Park. And while set up, crews continue to get everything ready. First responders preparing as well, both inside and outside the park. Yeah, the grounds are pretty wet this morning, but this year the Austin Police Department is going to do something different when it comes to helping out with its staffing crisis. And KXN's Brianna Hollis goes over what happens at the police department's command post. A look at the ACL grounds from the passenger seat of one of the police department's new tools to get to emergencies quickly. An ATV unit, the officers will station at Zilker when the crowds come. We'll have officers both inside and outside of the park. So if you uh, need help, Flag one of us down. That's Sergeant Destiny for. Silva with the Austin Police Department says you can also call 911 if you're in trouble and can't find anyone. If something gets stolen from you, call 311 or report the theft online. It's uh, pretty chaotic. There's a lot of stuff going on. APD uses officers volunteering to work overtime to staff ACL, but this year they have some extra help from 14 retired officers who got sworn in to a new reserve force last week. So staffing is an issue. However, with the reserve program, we've gone into this ACL with the least amount of vacancies. The reserve officers will work traffic control outside of ACL posts the department used to have to fill with patrol officers. Reignited the fire of uh, working for the Austin community and with these great men and women. Helped us significantly with our staffing issues. It allows the department to more easily dedicate full-time officers to operations like the mobile command center. We'll do all the traffic control for the area. Uh, we'll get accesses to the businesses, and we also meet with the community members and have a hotline that they can call. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. Looking further into safety measures at ACL for the first time, the music festival is partnering with a nonprofit called This Must Be the Place. 
It's to hand out the overdose reversal medication naloxone for free. They'll have a booth set up where they'll also be giving people training on how to use it. Austin Travis County EMS will have a large presence this year at the festival, including a command center to help dispatch crews to ACL. Any of those related calls, they'll have naloxone on them as well. They're urging attendees not to take unknown medications or drugs. Seems obvious but they have seen an uptick over the past few years in fentanyl-related overdoses. And as we gear up for the first weekend of ACL, that starts on Friday, we want you to know KXAN has you covered everything you need to know. Head on over to our special ACL section online. You're gonna find the entire guide on how to get to the festival, as well as some road closures and ways to avoid it, maybe if you don't wanna go on KXAN.com. Two Austin firefighters are still recovering this morning after being injured in a fire at an office building undergoing construction. Officials not saying what extent of injuries they had. But we know it happened on Parkcrest near Shay that restaurant, the American Bistro off of Northland and Mopac. Firefighters are still investigating how the fire started. We know that 60 firefighters responded to the scene when it was happening. They got there, they quickly attacked the fire from above. There was a large quantity of smoke in this entire area. As for now, we don't have a report on how much extension we had into the other building. Okay, for perspective on the intensity of this fire and just how intense it was for firefighters when they got there, you can see the flames in the pictures that we have for you shooting out of the building. You can see the smoke in the sky. People actually were reporting it miles away. Crews say the smoke and fire were coming from the second floor window. They stayed overnight to watch out for any hot spots, but of course they say they have it under control now. Austin School District is getting some federal money to help address mental health and school safety. The district getting a million dollars from the U.S. Department of Justice. Two nonprofits, Jail to Jobs and Council on At-Risk Youth are also getting some of that money to help with support services for students and families. And this morning, lawmakers are still jockeying for the vacant House Speaker role. So far, two candidates have publicly declared that they're going to run for the job, setting up yet another battle within the Republican Party. It's ongoing. The uncertainty coming with another potential government shutdown looming just weeks away. Next on today, Ryan Nobles is in Washington, D.C., where a battle over who will be the next Speaker of the House is brewing. As it stands right now, things here on Capitol Hill have ground to a halt. This after Republicans and Democrats voted to remove Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. That effectively means that no business can be conducted up here. Right now, Republicans are meeting behind closed doors, picking between a list of candidates that could potentially grow as to who might become the next Speaker. They're not gonna decide for sure until sometime next week. Coming up on the Today Show, we'll look at the real world impacts of Congress being paralyzed and who could emerge as the next Speaker of the House. That's on the Today Show and coming up right here on KXAN News Today, the son of the Bucky's co-founder accused of using a hidden camera to spy on people. What investigators have to say about the case. And a look at why a local ghost tour company is losing business during its prime season. And the other spooky small business is also suffering. Good morning, this is a live look up from North Austin, not too far from uh, Mopac and 45. You can see windshield wipers are on to start off your morning and you can expect that throughout the morning. Rain potentially even intensifying as the morning goes on. Kristen's gonna have your forecast in just a bit. 
First, the son of the Bucky's co-founder is accused of using a hidden camera to take nearly 70 videos of at least 13 men and women. Investigators saying this happened in bathrooms and bedrooms at his family's lake house and other homes. 28-year-old Mitchell Wasik faces nearly 30 separate state jail felony charges of invasive visual recordings. He was arrested Tuesday, released an hour later on a $10,000 bond. Court documents stating a woman reported she and a few friends were visiting Wasik at the lake house back in May. Property records show his father owns the multi-million dollar home on Lake Travis. And the documents also show one person noticed a charging port with a hidden camera plugged into the wall of their bedroom. The group left with the camera and that's when they say they discovered the videos. KXAN reached out to Wasik's attorney. We're waiting to hear back from that attorney. Still had the annual Texas fight rally and parade. How the Longhorns are warming up for their matchup in Dallas against Oklahoma. How Austin restaurants are hoping to bring in some extra money with ACL starting on Friday. Good morning, everyone. We want to show you a live look at our many cameras that we have over central Texas all around the city and the area. This is a look at the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center. Wanted to show you this camera because you can see the rain that's falling down. So much rain is needed in South Austin, and that's what's happening right now. We have a photographer safely driving on the roads to give you an idea of the wet roads and anything that you need to avoid with Erica Brennan's coming up with traffic and weather in the next few minutes. But first, it is October, and it's spooky season, right? <laughs> Small local businesses, though, the Austin Ghost Tours, they're struggling a little bit. We have Halloween on the horizon, so this is the time when you'd expect business would be booming for them. But as Jayla Washington explains, that's not happening. And it's not just here, but also around the country. The owner of Austin Ghost Tours is currently living a real life scary story. The concept of the local ghost tour has become a national franchise. They spend a ton of money advertising, but the thing that they're doing is using our name. Nobody cares. The spooky tale nearly identical in at least three other cities. These national chains get phone calls from people confusing my company with theirs. They uh, don't hesitate to just kind of plagiarize our stories. They use the same routes. Uh, they'll walk their group right through my group. There's no etiquette. Outside all the quirky gadgets ghost tour leaders use, there's a lot of historical research done beforehand. I have hours and hours of material. Many local companies like Austin Ghost Tours tell first-hand accounts of haunted places throughout a city or tell stories of others' ghostly encounters. We pride ourselves on factual history. Some stories, though, John Maverick, an Austin Ghost Tour Guide, says are being retold without their permission. I have walked by a tour standing outside of a building and a tour guide telling a story of something that personally happened to me. That was kind of creepy. According to Austin Ghost Tours, in some cases, national companies are using the same images as local ghost businesses and even linking back to national pages that has none of local businesses' contact information. This all ultimately confusing customers, they say, a bone-chilling new reality. It is a matter of money. Jayla Washington, KXAN News. 
We did reach out to a couple of the national companies who have ghost tours here in Austin, but we haven't heard back just yet. No, but some of our local businesses say they are ready to take legal action, arguing these national franchises are violating business and commerce code and using unfair methods of competition, among other things. Looking in depth here, Halloween is big business. According to the National Retail Federation, American consumers are projected to spend a record $108 per person for Halloween this year. And they're not just spending on candy and costumes. 77% of those celebrating expected to buy decorations was spending on that expected to be nearly $4 billion nationwide. Overall, Halloween spending expected to reach more than $12 billion up from about 10 billion last year. Guilty for sure. <laughs> Have you decorated already? Uh, not yet. Okay. I was out of town, but this weekend. I, right. I've already spent 100 bucks on pumpkins. So, Going down. You know, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Candy on top of that. Everything else you can reuse. It adds up. It adds up quick. I yeah. know. We have a story about a pumpkin patch coming up in just the next few minutes, so I know you're going to be watching that. But I watch love language. <laughs> you know what? I love a good theme. Let me show you what's going on with your radar here because, hey, if you're thinking about maybe doing a pumpkin patch visit this weekend, none of this rain will be here. In fact, this is perfectly timed. We get the rain out today. We get the cooler temperatures right behind it. Let me show you what's going on with the clouds and radar now. Got storms and showers out over the hill country, Austin Metro, a little bit even into our northern east. Eastern counties. Strongest storms right now pushing right through the middle of Llano County, Eastern Gillespie into Blanco. Now, none of this is severe. However, we're likely going to be watching for lightning and some strong gusty winds in addition to heavy rain dropping visibility. That's going to be a huge problem right now at along 281 south of Burnett all the way to Blanco. This line of storms is going to push pretty much west to east into the I-35 corridor here. Already starting to see Western Hayes, Western Travis get in on some of those heavier showers here. Again, not worried about tornadoes, not worried about hail with any of this activity this morning, but it's going to stick around through your morning drive. So we know with rain on radar, it's likely going to be a very messy morning commute. Do yourself a favor, factor in at least an extra 10 to 15 minutes because we're likely going to see some pretty big slowdowns as this rain continues. Temperature 69 degrees. Man, it feels good out there. Cooler temperatures to start, cooler temperatures to finish. We are not likely to leave the 80s. Whole lot better than the 98 we got stuck with yesterday. But rain chances actually look best this morning. So showing you the hour by hour planner, you'll notice radar still showing and looking pretty active. This is future radar, that is. 5, 6, 7 a.m. Widespread storms and showers continuing through late morning. But then things start to get a little drier by the time we hit lunchtime. And then by the Tom, we hit the later part of the afternoon or dry skies from west to east with just cloud cover left over. So this is going to be a really top heavy kind of rain event for the day. Most of the rain falls this morning, drier skies by this evening. How much rain? An additional quarter of an inch to pockets of one to two inches. That's going to be those heavier storms and showers we'll have to watch for. Then after the rainfall comes a cooler temperature. So today I'm expecting highs in the upper 70s and low 80s. A whole lot better than the 90s we had over the last several days. We briefly had a little warming trend Friday in those mid to upper 80s. But then a secondary front pushes through and we're talking perfect fall weather for your weekend here. Both Saturday and Sunday with highs in the 70s. So most of the rain falls this morning, drier by this afternoon, breezy and warm for your Friday. And then we hit a nice stretch of weather here this weekend into next week with highs in the 70s and 80s. Overnight lows comfortable, if not even cool in the 50s and 60s.
Love to hear it. Okay, Kristen, thank you so much for that. It is day two of the Kaiser Permanente, Permanente strike, and 75,000 Kaiser Permanente workers took to picket lines in multiple states. They did that yesterday. It was as these workers' contracts expired, they walked off the job demanding better pay and a big increase in staffing. Kaiser issuing a statement saying that while no contract deal has been reached, there were tentative agreements on a number of unspecified issues. Company says it will reconvene bargaining as soon as possible. According to the union, though, no further talks have been scheduled and the strike remains in effect. The pandemic only exacerbated years of frustration over staffing shortages and low pay. Now these workers believe they have the momentum and the leverage to demand change. Next on today, NBC's Tom Costello is at a Kaiser facility with the latest. A safe place for people to recover outside of jail or the emergency room right here in Travis County for the last five years. It's the Sobering Center in Austin, and it's been doing just that. Nabil Ramada shows us the improvements over the years and how it's working. Sometimes a little help. This is my passion, and I'm so grateful for the Sober Center. Can go a long way. I get a chance to give back, and I get a chance to share my strength and hope. Before Patricia Williams Griffin was helping people at the Sobering Center, she was right there in their shoes. I've been right where you at, homeless, no home, no place to go, out there struggling on the streets of, on the drugs or alcohol. The 24-hour, seven-day-a-week center first opened five years ago. Since then, it's served about 9,000 people. It's helping people with drug or alcohol addictions or someone who just gets a little too rowdy downtown. There's really a variety of kind of reasons that folks end up here and a variety of outcomes for them when they leave. The center prides itself on keeping people out of jail and instead getting them the help they need. They opened the sobering center to kind of divert and take pressure off of the jail, EMS, and hospitals. 70% of their clients are first-time visitors who don't return. And then the other 30-40% are what we would consider our high-risk clients. They're more acute. Maybe they've struggled with addiction for years. The center partners with about 70 groups and has placed about 200 people into treatment. If you ended up here, your night didn't go exactly as planned. So how do we keep that from happening again? How do we keep you safe? And how do we make sure that you're either using responsibly or getting connected to the resources that you need? A job Williams Griffin says she's thankful to be doing. And I tell them all the time, you, you, you made the right step. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. The Sobering Center is celebrating its five-year anniversary. They're doing that on Friday with an event at Sands Bar on Congress Avenue. It is an alcohol-free bar. Construction on a new bike facility and bus stops underway right now in Northwest and East Austin. According to city leaders, the projects are being done to improve transit access for everyone in that area. Those driving in the Lakeline Boulevard and Loyola Lane area are asked to be cautious of the crews. We have some more details on the construction, what's happening on our website, kxan.com. And if you still need to get your flu shot, how about rolling up your sleeve at a free Halloween-themed event? Austin Public Health and the Austin School District teaming up for Boo the Flu this Saturday. It's at Allison Elementary School from 11 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon. Anyone six months and older can get a free shot, so that's most of us. No insurance or ID required. They'll also have some games and treats.
This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Well, how Texas and Oklahoma's season have gone leading up to Dallas usually won't matter. There's going to be a ton of hype surrounding the Red River rivalry anyway, but for both teams to be unbeaten, ranked very high, there's as much hype around this one as there has been in a while. For the Longhorns, they knew as soon as the clock struck zero in their win against Kansas last Saturday, everyone wanted to talk about Oklahoma and what's going to be a massive showdown Saturday in Dallas. So much emotion surrounding the game, but Coach Sark noting the maturity of his group and how important that is in a game like this. I have a bunch of guys in that locker room that were that were on the sideline when when we when we lost a 20-something point lead two years ago, right? In a, in a very tough loss. And then a bunch of guys in that locker room that won a big game last year. So they felt the lowest of the lows in this game. They felt the highest of the highs. It allows us to help the younger guys to realize what we're stepping into and helping the team to be more, I'd say, ready for the environment. Just knowing like what's at stake and it's going to be rowdy. They put our lockers next to each other so, so we can talk trash. But you just have to stay focused and, and stay focused on the goal. Always kind of that balance with the Red River rivalry and the uniqueness of it. Half Texas fans, half Oklahoma fans between cherishing that atmosphere, soaking it all in versus not let it get bigger than it is. Coach Sark saying the Kansas game was for first place in the conference here. A little more surrounding it, but that's what they boil it down to as well. A couple undefeated teams overall and in Big 12 play. For now, a Dale K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium, Noah Gross, KXAN News. All right, Noah, thank you. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, welcome and thanks for joining us. Here's what we're tracking for you at 5 o'clock on KXAN News Today. We continue our live coverage of the rain that's falling right here in Central Texas. We have a photographer showing you how wet the roads are, as you can tell right now from our camera. And Kristen is back with the latest on what to watch out for coming up on KXAN News Today.